Hello, welcome to week three of Honor the Johnsonian. Just to get this out of the way real quick, this week we are going to have frank discussion about sexual assault, rape, and some of the stuff Winthrop has been doing to address student concerns from last year. And if this is something that would be upsetting to you, absolutely feel free to not listen to this episode. Um, Do what is best for you. So content warning for discussions of rape and sexual assault. Last week, we all received the email from Kimberly Faust on behalf of interim president George Hind, kind of outlining all of the things that Winthrop was going to do in response to concerns that were brought forth by students at the end of last year. One of the things that they said that they were going to do was replacing the Not Anymore program, which I'm assuming that you know what that is, but if you don't, it was a series of online modules that we all have to do at the beginning of the school year to educate us on sexual misconduct and consumption of drugs and alcohol. This semester, they say that they have changed it from not anymore to something that they call the campus safety and prevention training. So a couple days after they informed students that that was gonna be one of the changes that they made in response to student concerns, we received another email with a link to the website where we would have to complete those modules. Freshmen had a whole new two-hour course, while um, upperclassmen had a uh, refresher course. Since uh, Scooter and I are both upperclassmen, uh, we were really curious to see if there were any um, big changes made in the content of the uh, freshman courses. So we have Arden Zayas with us today to um, talk about the freshman courses and their thoughts on it. Say hello. Hello. So, um, what were your thoughts on the, I mean, just in general, about the freshman program? Um, they really weren't that bad because, like, they did address it very well, in my opinion. Like, they didn't victim blame, they really got the point across, and, like, I mean, the videos were boring, but, like, that's to be expected, but I thought they were, like, well thought out for the most part. Yeah. I remember freshman year. I thought, like, as, as, like, boring as sitting down to watch a bunch of videos is, I felt like, okay, well, it seems like Winthrop cares about students knowing about, like, domestic violence and stuff like that, which I appreciated at the time. It's just, like, the refresher courses ended up getting, like, really, really... Watered down. Watered down. Like, very, very, like, oversimplified. Were there any, like, modules or, like, topics in particular that you thought were, like, well done or, like, maybe poorly done? It seems like you have, like, a generally positive. I would say I did have a positive, like, outlook on it, but there were a few that were uncomfortable to watch. Like, the consent module and the domestic abuse module, they did act out pretty much, like, anything that they wanted to. And it was just, like, I wouldn't say it was, like, triggering, but it was, they needed a better, like, content warning for that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, I can definitely understand that being, like, extremely triggering for someone who's, like, been through that situation. Yeah. And then these are, like, generally, like, they're considered, like, mandatory. So, um, I imagine that's pretty difficult for someone who doesn't want to see that. Not to mention that the option to move around stuff that could be potentially triggering is essentially undone at the end when you have to answer the questions anyway. Yeah. Yeah, it seems a little, like, it, it, a lot of these seem like they have, like, a good intent without considering that, like, when Thurp students cover, like, a wide variety of backgrounds and experiences and, like, absolutely you need to take into consideration that this could be, like, harmful to some people. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, they did that. And it was, like, they were on the couch. They were, like, kissing. And it was just very, like, I just did not want to watch it, but I felt like it was important to watch because they had important conversations in between 
So it was like there was no portion you could just cut out and then get to the good part, like the part that you need to know. It was like every second there was the conversation that they were having that was important, and then they were going back to that scene. And it was just like, okay, so I really can't cut it out if I wanted to. Yeah. Yeah. No, and that sounds um, really similar to what we watched freshman year. Like, eerily similar. Like, eerily similar. Um, And obviously I'm not, like, accusing Winthrop of recycling, like, old content um, when they said that they've changed them. Because it might be that they've changed some of them and then kept the ones they think work, which would be fair. I think it would be due, like, an explanation maybe. But it does sound, like, really, really similar to the stuff, like, that we watched as freshmen. So I guess I kind of I kind of am curious to the extent that they, like, changed out the content to better meet the student concerns that they talked about. Because the reason they changed it was because in March there were, like, a ton of concerns around, like, Winthrop's handling of sexual assault and sexual misconduct and um, stuff like that on campus. So I would definitely hope that they would, I guess, be straightforward with... Um, that kind of thing. Uh, and then with the, like, domestic abuse videos, it was very similar in the fact that they had, like, some explanations and then videos about what was going on. But it was like, here is what not to do, and then here's what to do for, like, the abuser. Which is like, that's not how that works. You can't just magically not be an abuser. You have to go to intensive therapy for that. Um, so they didn't really, like, talk about that at all. They were just like, this is what you might want to do, but you shouldn't. Yeah, that's I guess that kind of strikes to one of the like fundamental um, issues I tend to have with them, and it seems like they like really oversimplify these really like complex issues. Um, like it's really easy to just be like like wag your finger and be like don't abuse, which is like you know true. Like don't abuse. You may want to hit your girlfriend, but how about you don't do that. Yeah. That's not how that works. Yeah. If an abuser really wants to, like, stop being an abuser, they have to go to therapy for, like, years and years and years. And it requires a lot of effort and accountability. And it's not as easy as, like, you know, you might think that your partner, they do, they owe you something. But in reality, they don't. Which is, like, you know, if you're already in the mindset of an abusive person, that's not really going to be super helpful that like just the one-time reminder isn't really gonna stop it so were there any sections in particular that stood out to you as like really good uh i wouldn't say that there were like sections that stood out but in general i remember that they were doing a good job about not victim blaming they were talking about the fact that the perpetrator was the bad person <laughs> like that they, they it was all their fault like it, it's not the people that were around that couldn't necessarily do anything even if they tried but failed it's not their fault it's not your fault um it's only the person who did its fault like it's like the perpetrator's fault uh i think that's really important to like know and i'm glad they addressed that so that's probably what i would i took away from that yeah yeah no i remember distinctly freshman year i thought i thought the videos and the program was pretty good if like a little boring a little bit oversimplified a little bit dare program type feeling to it but I didn't I didn't think that they were like um they did very much like hit um like it's not your fault if something happens to you it's not a bystander's fault for not being able to help you it's only ever the person who did it's fault and I appreciate that there's such an emphasis on that because victim blaming is way too prevalent already and we don't need it in the little videos we have to watch either so thank you for your time Arden thank Um, you I'm glad you could come in and talk about the freshman videos because we don't have access to them. Yes. Thank you for having me. Yeah, no problem. Yes, of course.
So we have uh, one more opinion on the Not Anymore courses, as well as the updated campus safety and prevention training courses. This person wished to remain anonymous and uh, instead of coming on for an interview has decided to give us a written statement that Scooter will be reading for us. We decided that it was probably a good idea to have an upperclassman opinion about the refresher courses other than our own opinions in addition to the freshman perspective. This is from a junior who again will remain anonymous. Hi. I am a junior at Winthrop who would like to share some opinions on Winthrop's Not Anymore program. I do ask that my identity remains anonymous. For some background, I was sexually assaulted three years ago and it took me a long time to recognize that it was sexual assault and that it was not my fault. Sexual assault has always been a sensitive subject for me to talk about slash listen to. However, I was not aware for my freshman and sophomore year that you could get an exempt status from the Not Anymore programs. Every time I completed the modules, I would always press the option where I could skip through the quote-unquote triggering content. For me personally, that option never helped because I would still have to answer the questions and the build-up slash aftermath is just as triggering for me. This year, I asked for an exemption for the sexual assault portion. Let me make it clear that I did end up getting exempt, but I had to put my foot down in order to get it. The first words said to me when I asked were, quote-unquote, we ask that all students at least attempt it. That should not be the first thing you tell a student who is asking for an exemption. There is a reason for that. Winthrop is trying so hard to make it sound like they're changing their ways, but they still refuse to listen to survivors. Long story short, I told them I was not going to attempt it, and I ended up getting my exemption. The lady I asked was a lot more understanding the second time around, but I shouldn't have had to ask for a second time in the first place. I would like to take a moment to thank our source for coming forward and sharing their story. I know that it is not very easy to share these things and it is very commendable for someone to come forward and do so. If you are looking to seek exempt status from the campus safety and prevention training, you can reach out to the executive assistant to the Dean of Students, Amy Sharp, at her email, sharp with an E, S-H-A-R-P-E-A at winthrop.edu. I would just make sure to maybe include in the subject line that that is what you are emailing about. So next what we're going to talk briefly about is the refresher courses for upperclassmen since that is what we have access to. I have some lines from the drug and alcohol use refresher that in particular stood out to me and then we'll talk about them more broadly because I can nitpick these videos to death if I really wanted to but I think my, my personal issue with them is a little bit more substantial than that. So one of the sub-videos in the drug and alcohol use refresher program was titled Sexiness, and this is a quote from that video. Students who drink are more likely to have unprotected sex and are at a greater risk for sexual assault, so drinking can make sexuality more dangerous. Obviously, I don't dispute the fact that, one, if you drink, you are more likely to have unprotected sex. These are, like, things that you can look at statistically. Same goes for sexual assault, but I feel like the phrasing is really, really oversimplified, and, it, and it, the implications to me, when it, it, the way it comes across, is very much um, if you drink, it's easier to get assaulted. So don't drink because you don't want to be assaulted. It, it comes across to me as kind of victim blamey. I understand what they were trying to say, but what they actually said 
implies something else completely different. Yeah, I think that these kinds of subjects require a little bit of delicacy when you're talking about them, which is why I feel like sometimes these refresher courses can come across as, um, they come across as a little tactless. And given the scrutiny that Winthrop is under to respond appropriately and avoid victim blaming, because that is what a lot of the accusations towards Winthrop's mishandling of sexual assault cases has been about, a lot of it has been that they felt victim blamed, like they were told it was their fault. It feels really weird to include a refresher course where one of the videos says that as a, and let's be real, these videos are meant to dissuade you from drinking, I feel like. They don't come across as, you know, make the best decisions that you can for yourself be like an informed person who can make responsible decisions. Um, they, they come across as don't drink alcohol because it will ruin your life. And when you're talking about the risks of sexual assault that exist when you drink alcohol, like everyone knows that if you drink too much, it can be a lot easier for someone to take advantage of you. Like that, that's, that's the thing that everyone knows. Like if, if you grow up, especially socialized as a woman, you are taught from a really young age, you need to be careful about what you do, where you do it, when you do it, all the time. Because you're put in a position where you're constantly fearing for like your own safety. So like people know, if you drink, and you drink too much, you don't have your full faculties about you, you're not going to be able to, air quotes, fend off unwanted sexual advances. Like that, that's a thing everyone knows. I feel like the phrasing for this should be, you need to take into consideration the dangers that can come with drinking excessively. And one of those is, despite the fact that it is never your fault if you are assaulted while drunk, you should probably take into consideration who you drink with, when, and in what quantities. That is a much more responsible and effective way of conveying the information that I feel like this video is meant to convey, but completely oversimplifies. And then I guess of more of greater importance, because like I said, I can I can nitpick the wording. Um, I think that this wording is way too oversimplified. And that oversimplification is probably one of my broader issues with these videos. I don't think that every year you should have every student take the two hour long training that the freshmen watch because I, I remember generally approving and thinking that the videos that we watched freshman year were appropriate and cover the topics in a way that was responsible. But I don't think like everyone needs to sit through a two hour video course every single semester. I just think that if we're going to send out an email saying this is our follow up with student concerns and one of the ways that they are trying to address student concerns is to change not anymore to campus safety and prevention and updating it to better follow um, guidance from the Biden administration and stuff like that. It feels a little bit silly to me that we're taking these really short videos that oversimplify the issues and come across as, in my opinion, disingenuous, tactless, especially. It feels kind of silly to point to these videos as evidence that Winthrop is taking concerns seriously, which isn't to say that none of the other programs and changes and attempts at actually meeting those concerns 
and addressing them. It's not to say that those aren't valid and welcomed and that the less than great opinion I have of the refresher videos at least negates any of the other efforts that have been made. I just think that since this is one of the aspects that most Winthrop students are going to interact with, we should probably be a little bit more careful. And by we, I mean someone who actually makes decisions about these things, because I am just one student. Treating something delicately, as this kind of thing should be treated, is not the same thing as treating it simplistically, as if that will make it somehow more accessible to anyone, Winthrop student or not. Yeah, delicately, I feel like, uh, can maybe be a misleading term, um, though I do think it describes the approach that people need to have when like discussing these topics. Delicately, not as in we need to tiptoe around these things, but delicately as in purposeful and careful with our language, because the way that you phrase these things can really have an impact on the people who have experienced it. And we don't want to put victims in a position to feel like they're under attack, or that anything's their fault, or that there's something that they should have done better to have avoided that scenario. You need to work with victims instead of working around them. Yeah, uh, I, I guess that kind of sums up um, my main issues with the refresher courses. For what it sounds like, the freshman course was pretty good in terms of the way it discussed these issues and the way it made sure to, at every corner, um, from what Arden seemed to imply, uh, it reassured that victims are never at fault, bystanders aren't at fault, it's always the perpetrator. I think it's great that the freshman videos use that sort of language, and I think that if we're going to have these little refresher courses, they need to have that same sort of energy with them. Um, They need to maintain the willingness to tackle the complexity of the subjects, even if they are made uh, to be a little bit more bite-sized. Obviously, these are largely our opinions. We did have um, an anonymous statement, and we had Arden come on, um, and anyone is free to disagree with us. If you would like to send in your thoughts on the campus safety training videos or anything in regards to um, the changes that Winthrop listed in their email about addressing student concerns, um, feel free to at hortonl at mytjnow.com. That's H-O-R-T-O-N-L at M-Y-T-J-N-O-W dot C-O-M. Now that we are starting to wrap up, I would like to take the time to list off some resources just in case you need them. The National Suicide Prevention Lifeline is 1-800-273-8255. The National Crisis Text Line is 741-741. Just send a text to that number. They will get back to you. The National Domestic Violence Hotline is 1-800-799-7233, or you can text LOVEIS, L-O-V-E-I-S, to 22522. And the Rape, Abuse, and Incest National Network, also known as RAIN, is 1-800-656-4673. So uh, thank you for sticking with us through this episode. Um, I know this can be something difficult to listen to. Um, It's difficult to talk about, definitely. 
Um, and obviously this is a departure in tone from our usual episodes, but obviously this is a subject that requires um, some tact and we can't just go joking around when we're talking about things that have seriously affected the lives of many people. And on that note, stay safe, wear a mask, be well, and have a great rest of your week.